Welcome to This is 65, an interview show featuring inspiring stories from accomplished professionals. I am your host, Erin Ackenheil, and this is brought to you by Black Point Insurance, where we help Medicare beneficiaries learn about the A, B, C's, and D's of Medicare, and we help agents and brokers nationwide learn to launch, grow, and retain their businesses. Let's get this show started. Hello, my name is Erin Ackenheil, and I'm welcoming you today to our show, This is 65. So thank you for joining us. At Black Point Insurance, my company, we help Medicare beneficiaries nationwide learn about the A, B, C's, and D's of Medicare. And we help agents and brokers in the same space learn to launch, grow, and retain their businesses. Through this process, we meet some amazing individuals, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, people in their encore careers, authors. We've even had celebrity chefs on our show. And we also like to bring in topics that are really top of mind for people on Medicare and as they age. And I'm really excited about our guest today. Our guest coming on today is an awesome person, great to be around, easy to talk to. And she also brings a ton of expertise to the table. She's basically a downsizing expert. Uh, She can help people get organized. She's a professional organizer and just help you within your space, make recommendations. She can help people everywhere because she can work virtually. She's so flexible in terms of working with people and just helping them reshape their lives for the next chapter. And I am so excited to bring on to my show today, my guest, Heather Swain. Welcome, Heather. Hi, how are you doing, Erin? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we're just so excited to have you on the show. I feel like a really important topic because we work with Medicare beneficiaries all the time. And a, a big thing, right, is people are facing new challenges as they get older, right? And one of those things is downsizing and trying to take these four bedroom family homes into like a two, three bedroom apartment and these kinds of things. So I just think the work that you're doing is amazing. Uh, And I'm so happy to share you with my audience, this best kept secret. Thank you. Yeah, it's really, it can be a challenge. We've accumulated so much stuff in our culture. And as you get older, you don't need so much. Right, so, exactly. I, I try to get the purge mentality going now, but it's difficult, right? No. So it's a lot of stuff. So Heather, tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get into becoming an organizer? Is this always what you've done or how did you get started? Uh, actually, I used to be a pastry chef for Wolfgang Duck. Oh, and I, I started, <laughs> no. I started um, in food and catering, which you really need to be organized when you're doing a big catering event. So that kind of logistical part of things has always come really naturally to me. Um, and I started doing this work about... 2008 when I had a friend who moved her her office out of her home in the Presidio and so she needed the house like kind of reconfigured and I spent two weeks in her home because I opened the cupboards and I thought to myself what in the heck is going on here she had everything in the wrong place so I just redid the whole place and she said it changed her life and so It was really encouraging. And then I just started uh, putting an ad on Craigslist and telling people what I was doing. And it just kind of snowballed into years of adventures. 
right? And people, I'm sure, send you referrals, right? Because you do amazing work and it just helps you to grow. They do. And I have a lot of repeat clients. No, I help people if they have storage units. I'm actually um, going to downsize a gentleman this weekend out of two storage units in San Rafael. Wow. And I'm going to drive some of this. (laughs) You'll be back in my hood. (laughs) I will. I know. I'm really looking forward to it, actually. And I have my old crew to help me. And um, I'm going to drive some of his things to Aspen for him. Wow. that's So I like to travel and, you know, it really helps people out because they know that I'm secure and I get the stuff there. And also um, it's probably a little like less risky when you have things you really love um, because moving is complex. And another thing I do is help people like negotiate with movers because sometimes they're tricky. And I understand the language and how they work. And so I like to offer my services to be a go-between to help with move management as well. That's incredible. So one of the things I was going to add, well, I was going to mention, it's funny because I would not naturally think of a pastry chef turning, you know, <laughs> turning organizer, right? But what's so funny, and I always get surprised by this in life, is how many times there are transferable skills, right? So even though it's completely, right, obviously pastries, organizing, those are completely different fields, but being a pastry chef requires you to be highly organized. You have to, you know, be prepared to do events, right? And you've got to be responsible and reliable because it's something so critical for people for these particular events and the things that they need. And so all those skills, it sounds like they play right into the work that you're doing now. Um, And then it's paired with some passion for what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you have to do things uh, on a timeline. And so I like to, you know, help people with, you know, I think there's a security that I can offer to people like, no, it's going to actually work out. It's going to be okay. And I know this is the way the series of events works. And so Just trust me when, you know, I say like, I know that it's going to be okay. I have to do quite a bit of encouraging sometimes. I mean, and I feel like um, I really try to listen. Everybody's circumstance is different. So I really have to listen to like the sometimes contradictory things that they're wanting and try to hear what it is that's really important to them. Because if people want to keep things, I don't argue with that. I find a place for it because there are things that are really important to people that wouldn't seem so important to me or you. So I just, you know, I try to like do the best I can for them and you know, it's a, it's an interesting thing to kind of unwind your life and make things simpler and safer. Because a lot of times I help people not even move, just go in and like declutter and put things in a different place so that they don't risk falling or, you know, organizing their kitchen better for senior clients. I mean, that's huge. So really makes a difference. Um, Heather, I was going to ask you, because I know in talking with you over your career since 2008, right? Because that's turned into a career now, right? You started doing something fun and you turned it into a career, which is amazing. I love when people 
are able to take something they're passionate about doing and turn it into something that works for life. And you've done an amazing job with your business. And I love, I love that story and what you bring. And so one of the things I was going to ask you is it sounded to me when I talked with you before that, you know, you generally take on a variety of different clients, but you've really in recent years transitioned to more of a focus on senior clients. And so I was just curious, you know, what's the unique profile of senior clients? What makes you so passionate about helping older people through this process? Well, I really uh, gravitate towards older people, I think, um, because I feel like, I guess, some kind of like sympathy sometimes for their situation. Like, I've helped a lot of older women who have lost their husbands and maybe they don't have a lot of family around them. And I mean, I'm a single woman and I know it's hard to uh, deal with a real estate agent or, you know, I think our, our kind of culture isn't always female friendly. And so um, I, I've helped people negotiate with their contractors before, or just been a feedback, uh, you know, a sounding board, excuse me, a sounding board so that I could help them. My, my dad and my brother are both contractors. So I have a lot of experience with that and real estate. I've worked a lot with real estate agents. So I feel like sometimes when you're older, things can be overwhelming. And I try to really like help somebody negotiate their next step in kind of a sensible way. I know families can be really intense and kids and, you know, people have a lot of different agendas about what somebody's doing. And so I can always give kind of more of a, um, a non like, biased view emotionally charged reaction to someone and help them figure out like kind of which way they should go and I've always kind of been that person and so this job has ended up melding like kind of my two things I mean a lot of people have said I should be like a life coach or I right that's what I was thinking I'm like gosh this speaks to the relationships that you develop with your clients right because it's like I was thinking life coach, therapist, you know, wearing many hats. Sometimes you're the daughter, sometimes you're the sister, right? Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, whatever the case is, it just seems like you really meet your clients where they are yeah. and you're a real support. I mean, one of the things that I've observed in my work, unfortunately, because I work with Medicare beneficiaries, a lot of times I've had the opportunity to know the couple, right? And couples sometimes become one, you know, in the course of us knowing each other and, I know from firsthand experience, obviously in life, you know this, but I, I've seen so many examples of it where unfortunately people feel really lost, right? They just need someone to talk to and bounce things off of. And so what you're providing, I could see people clinging onto you. I know that I know the organizing's done, but can we still hang out and have coffee, right? You know, because I bet people really develop a friendship with you. Well, I'm really grateful for that, actually. I stay in touch with many of my older clients. And in fact, on Friday, I'm going to see a now 83-year-old woman I helped last year move out of Bolinas. And she's really struggled. Her husband was this fabulous artist. And her daughter lives in San Francisco and is married. So she doesn't see her as much. And she's just the most vivacious woman. And 
she I'm going to go see her new house because she's told me like it doesn't really feel right. And I hope that I can get there and help her solve some issues because I don't think that she's had anybody to help her do that. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I always like I've made really good friends and had a lot of repeat business. I've had yeah. a lot of clients like um, fly me in. I've kept in touch with, you know, children of people I've helped. So I've been, I really have been super fortunate. Right. And you're, you're, you're a full service operation over there, Heather. So I think it's amazing. And anybody who has the opportunity to work with you, I feel like it's a blessing, right? Because you're just going to help them and become a true friend and, and support them through the process. So it's interesting. I know you started out in Northern California and now you're in Beverly Hills. Tell me a little bit about what brought you to Beverly Hills and how you've expanded your business. I mean, obviously people have flown you in, but how have you expanded your business being in Beverly Hills to be able to help clients sort of anywhere they are? Oh, well, I've, uh, I've uh, reached out to a lot of the facilities here. Like um, there's a lot of elder care. So there aren't that many places in Marin that are like over 55 communities. I believe there maybe there's a handful of them. So there's a bit more opportunity down here for that. Um, I've been here for a year. I've lived in Los Angeles before. So I have a lot of friends here and know a lot of people. And um, I just really feel like... Uh, I'm able to accommodate a, a lot more people here. So I was looking forward to expanding my, my network and, right. um, you know, seeing what I can do. for people in LA. And you, you make friends everywhere you go. So you're good. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, that's pretty exciting. So, so let's pretend I'm a new client, right? Maybe I'm in a situation where I need to downsize. Uh, and I reach out to you. I go to your website and I say, you know, Heather, help me, right? And you say, okay, uh, let's get together. Um, what what would you do? What would the process be to get me started? Oh, well, I've learned uh, to not only have a conversation with someone on the phone or on Zoom, I'll often do that. Um, I always go to the location if I can because everybody has a different idea of the situation they're living in. I've had a client tell me her place was a mess and I got there and it was like a design within reach catalog. Like it was perfect. But when she was a craft person, so when we opened her closets, it was really complex and we were able to spend the next several months helping her downsize in that way. Very civilized, nice. We did it over a period of time. Um, sometimes I get calls from people. It's very last minute. They've uh, had maybe some kind of a health issue and it needs to be taken care of now. But I always um, have to have a conversation and make sure that we have a good connection because it's a very personal process and people have to feel like they could trust me and I have to feel like um they're able to trust me <laughs> because 100%. I'm going to be guiding them in a lot of directions that might be a little bit uncomfortable. So I want to make sure that they know that I'm, you know, there with the right intention for them. 
100%. That's incredible. So I love that you really are consultative with each person, making sure it's a fit for both of you, right? And that you're going to be able to connect and really support one another through the process, because it really, I think, takes that level of connection because you're purging important things, you're you're collaborating on, on making a better space. I feel like that's really, really personal. Uh, and I think no better person than you to, to do that, Heather. So I love it. So um, so I'm curious, you know, we, we talked a little bit just about downsizing, right? And downsizing is the big deal. And seniors in particular are often moving from these larger places to smaller places. And fundamentally, I get that's a big deal, right? You know, you're a lot of stuff, less stuff, right? You're doing it. But I just imagine that it sparks a lot of emotions for people, right? Because I mean, it's purging, but it's not, you know, you're not just throwing away your, your garbage. Like in order to downsize to that level, you really have to be able to purge some pretty big items. And how do people manage the emotions? How do you help manage their concerns and sort of have a successful process? Um, well, I would say that I'm unlike most professional organizers and that I don't like to buy anything. I don't ever want to go to the container store. <laughs> like, I have a huge joke with my assistant. Like, I'll call her and say, or I'll text her and say, I'm in hell. And she knows exactly where I am at the container store. <laughs> so not my thing. So um, what I found a lot of times is that, um, I, well, I like to make do with what people have. I mean, if you have to buy something, you do, but I like to make do with what people have. And also, um, you know, a lot of times people have spent a lot of money on something, uh, a dresser or a couch. And I have the difficult job of telling people that it's not really worth that much. Right. Unless it's some incredible, like stickly dining table, let's say. But our resale value of... Um, you know, items aren't nearly what we paid. It's like right. buying a brand new car. You, as soon as you take it home, drive it off the lot, it goes down in value. So that's always kind of a little bit of a shocking thing to tell people. And so that feels bad to them often. Like they feel like, oh my gosh, I spent so much money and there is no value. And the thing I do is I'm very frugal and I really like to get things to where they should be going. So right. whether it's an auction house or a donation center that is benefits something they believe in, you know, there's a Jewish women's council down here that I donate a lot of items to, and they do a lot of social work. So that makes people feel good. And, you know, I, I try to get the important stuff to where I think somebody else can use it. And I think that makes people feel good. They, if it's not going to, you know, benefit them financially, at least they know that it went to somebody who appreciates it. Right. Absolutely. So, it's so interesting. I, whenever we talk about the value <laughs> things I think about for my family, my experience, when our parents passed away, we kind of had to go through their home and declutter. And we had sort of our own, what do you call like a state sale, but more of like a garage sale, but you know, cause we did it ourselves and people are awful. Like I can just remember, you know, like my mom's like precious teacups, you know, and people are like, I'll give you 25 cents for each of the, and it's not even the matter of it being a quarter. Cause it wasn't like we needed the money of it, but I ended up, my sisters are like, what are you doing? I'm so I'm just packing all this stuff in my car. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm just like, <laughs> and it's just too much, you know, to hear it. And I could just imagine 
you know, when you multiply that by things that are your own item, right. You know, and it's just like, you have this connection and it's just hard when people dismiss it like that. And for me, like now we like are giving those teacups away, like, you know, to people like that we think would appreciate that versus like selling them to some person for a quarter. Right. Cause that just feels better and feels right. And keeps us connected to our mom. So absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and estate sales or yard, yard sales or garage sales, they're usually, they're usually what they do is they save you from the hauling fee. You know, <laughs> that's all they do. <laughs> like right, if you can give it away, <laughs> yeah, if you can give it away at the door. You're not paying for somebody to take it away to the donation. Oftentimes, if if there is something that's valuable, like I said, there are auction houses and um, collectors, and there are people that sell eBay. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of um, opportunities. Well, there really are truly some precious items kind of thing. Yes. So I feel like that's really good advice. And so one of the things I was going to ask you, Heather, so I always think of, you know, so I think everybody I know is sort of into organizing now and to some degree, right? You know, it's a very interesting <laughs> topic, right? So it's good for business, Heather, right? You know, and so I guess that's kind of what I'm wondering is so, you know, like I even think like with my own family, like when it's all cluttered, it's just like, like my mind, my spirit, my body, everything falls apart. And so I, I'm sure with all this experience that you have, you have a real connection to this. I'm just curious, like, why is it so important for us to declutter space and declutter our minds? Like, what is that driving towards? Well, I think there's a connection between the inside and the outside. And if you're feeling um, maybe overwhelmed it's nice to have, and I'm, I don't think you have to get rid of things and live like, uh, you know, like a catalog. No, I mean, you can have stuff, but if it's just inspections, <laughs> you know, it just makes you feel good. If even your little collections of things are organized, you know, you put like stuff with like stuff or that's straightened. And I think being clean is another really important thing. I think, I think your space feels better when it's organized and clean. I mean, I clean up as I go along for people and um, you can keep all you want if, if you can like make sure that it's easy to clean and, and you it know, makes sense and in the space, right? You feeling tidy. Like, yeah, it's tidy. It makes oh. your brain feel better to know, Oh, I've cleaned my home. I mean, isn't it great when you have a housekeeper and you come home and everything's clean? It feels fresh and new and like there's more possibility. And I think a lot of a lot of the aging now, the aging um, uh, what do you communities, it's not like you're going to the, you know, end. It's like, right. oh, I'm going to meet new people. Right. They it's have, a start, not an ending. It's right. a start. And there's so many amazing communities and opportunities now for people over 65. I'm kind of, I mean, I told you my friend has that podcast that I love, Glowing Older. And I listen to it all the time. And I'm just so encouraged and happy that we are taking care of people in a better way. And that we are trying to keep people healthy and active and, you know, involved with other people. It makes you feel better. Absolutely. I was thinking, I was just recalling with kids, right? Because I have a few children. And so I just think about it. And 
one of the things that I noticed with kids is they just accumulate a ton of stuff, right? Like so many toys and so forth. And so one of the things I had read about one time was just kind of taking some of their toys out and just taking it, you know, decluttering it, not necessarily giving them away, but just putting them in a different space. And I was amazed by the results. Like they were playing with all their toys. They were happier, you know, and then just kind of doing this rotation versus this whole five car pileup of toys. Like you don't even want to engage or play with anything. It's just too much. And that's just with small kids. So I feel like it affects us at every stage, doesn't it? It does. And that's another kind of, I would say, I'm not going to say trick, but it's kind of a trick. So my thing is, if I'm going to remove this stuff and you think you want it, but we're going to just move it out of the way and put it in a box and we're going to leave it in your garage. And if you haven't missed it in six months, we're going to find a new home for it. I need to play that little trick on myself. <laughs> that sounds it's like a really a good, good one. one. Get rid of a lot of things that way. <laughs> it's a really good one. Really. Oh my gosh. Oh my so gosh. Heather, when you, you know, you're obviously really busy with your business doing wonderful work out there, but I'm just curious when you're not organizing everybody's minds and homes and everything, what do you like to do with your free time? Oh, well, well, I used to hike a lot when I lived up north. That was my favorite thing to do. And um, I do some creative writing work. So I'm working on a couple of like ideas. I have um, two documentaries that I'm helping a couple of friends work on one about Wolfgang Puck, actually. (laughs) So um, that's the perfect expert after all those years working for that organization, right? So How fun. I, I really love music. I'm like really into music and I love do you, do you play music or sing or just listening or what what is your passion? Oh, I wish I could play. I'm from a family of musicians, but I don't I don't play. I mean I can play guitar, but you appreciate and play I guitar. It. And I love music history, so I'm always you know, listening to like, I especially love like 1920s and 30s music. So I listen to a lot of old music like that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're, that's, uh, you're able to connect to people at so many different levels and it shows with all of your interests across the board. That's awesome. So Heather, this has been wonderful. So I'm just curious, like, you know, when you think about my audience out there, so you're talking to a lot of agents and brokers that are making referrals to people who are looking to downsize, looking to streamline. You're talking to a lot of the seniors out there who probably could use your support or maybe contemplating support in this way. If you were to leave everybody with one or two words of wisdom in terms of streamlining and organizing, what would you say? Start small. That's what I would say. When you're feeling overwhelmed, start with a a tabletop, a side table, a desktop, one shelf, one cubicle on your bookshelf. Just start small and take some time and ask yourself, you know, do I do I want to keep this? Or maybe it's not even a question of giving anything up. Maybe you're just going to rearrange that area and think about it differently. I mean, I've said to my assistant, Claire, I think a lot of people would be better off if they cleaned their own houses because <laughs> people want to know, like, what's the secret to being happy? And and I think, like, when you look at your stuff, 
you, not that I know the secret to happiness by any means, but I feel like there's something that a reward you get when you clean and organize yourself, when you're doing it, it just, it's a real Zen practice. And I and think satisfaction too, right? You can actually accomplish something and it's, it's done and see it. <laughs> And you can see right. it. So just clean up a small little area and see if it makes you feel better. Isn't that so true? I feel like that's good advice in life too. Just one step at a time, you know, take it small and a number of small steps put together equals something big. So that's incredible advice, Heather. And I'm so glad uh, that you were able to join us today. For all the seniors out there listening who would like to have a consultation at with you and see about downsizing or meeting with you or agents and brokers that would like to refer you uh, to their clients, where would you direct them, Heather? Oh, I'd go to my website, heatherswain.net, H-E-A-T-H-E-R-S-W-A-I-N.net, as I always <laughs> have to say with a, with an emphasis. Um, the other girl is a potter, believe it or not, and a writer. There are two other wow. girls with their names. Um, <laughs> So I, you can see some of the stuff I've done. You can read some things people I've asked people, could you just write a little something? And they've written a lot of really nice things. And um, my email, my email address and my website and my phone number are on the website. So you can just get a hold of me. And if it looks interesting, I mean, I love meeting people. Call me. I'll tell you anything you want to know. And you know, if we hit it off and you need some help, I'd love to be there. Sounds wonderful, Heather. You are just a dynamo and you're doing such good things out there. And I love hearing that you're growing your business and not only are you doing it, but you're just, you're just cool, right? You're just a good person and you care about people and you care about seniors and anybody who wants to revisit an 83 year old and help them with their space is a friend of mine. So I just think you're incredible and everybody out there, please go to Heather Swain. That's S-W-A-I-N dot net uh, and get scheduled with Heather or refer them uh, to your mom's dad's aunts, uncles, uh, send them Heather's way. She'll do an amazing job for you. So thank you so much, Heather. Have a great Yay. day and thank you for joining us. Erin, thank you. You're so sweet and fun. I've had a great time. Awesome. See you okay. later. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to This is 65. Please subscribe to the Black Point Insurance YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow me, Erin Ackenheil, on LinkedIn and Facebook. See you next time.